and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm okay, and how are you? <laughs> Is that you trying not to be great? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying. I keep forgetting. I'm I'm okay, too. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been better, but I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. You're pushing through it. I'm powering through, man. The show waits for no one. Show That's the way I see it. On. If we didn't record this right today, nothing would go up on Monday. Oh, that's true. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> hey, let me say. <laughs> Can we just talk about for a second that Moana was not that good? Oh. oh like, oh. I feel like the Disney movies lately have not been that good. I love Coco. That's true, but that was Pixar. Oh. Uh, wait. It was. Oh. Like I'm like almost positive it was Pixar. I know it's. Is it? Yeah. No, but Disney Coco. Yeah. I mean, I know Pixar yeah. is also Disney, but like, there's like the Disney movies, and then there's Pixar movies. Hmm. Like Moana was a Disney movie. Interesting. And like, it wasn't that good. Frozen, not that good. People. Oh man, you're <laughs> breaking a lot of hearts. I'm. I'm. I'll be the first person. I will go to my grave yeah. saying that Frozen was a garbage piece of crap. I know. I'm not the. I'm not a fan of Frozen. Like as bad as Moana was, like Frozen was worse. <laughs> but the music was pretty in Moana. It was all right. It was pretty. But I will say, I got extremely emotional when I saw grandma coming in. When grandma... And Moana? Yeah. When she, like, her spirit animal is, like, coming under the boat. Oh, yeah. I got all the feels. I was like, wow, yeah, this that is was so really pretty. The water stuff was cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't take... I think I take issue with, like, the Disney model of storytelling. Yes. To begin with. Uh, like, same. Especially as an adult, you know, like with like a reasonable modicum of taste or whatever (laughs) in my movie watching. Like it's just there's not enough development. There's not enough like like the climax and resolution of these films like is so quick. Like like, you know, it's just kind of like all happens so hastily. I agree. It doesn't feel like worth it you know yeah. what i mean i still want to understand who the fuck those trolls are in frozen dude no i'm not even talking about frozen like yeah. i can't i cannot have a discussion about frozen it will be the entire podcast <laughs> like, i know like I know. we should do a patreon episode about frozen though true <laughs> just so that i can get it all out once and for all you know i'm down and record it for posterity I, i'm down but yeah coco oh. Coco was beautiful. It's it so was cute. really cute. And it totally got me, man. Yeah, it did. Like twice it got me yeah. where I was just like bawling in tears. It was I, super cute. I think my favorite though is when um, he puts all the makeup on him and then he's walking. He's like, what are you doing? He's like walking like you. I don't walk like that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you just, so cute. Very cute. It was sweet. Um, yeah. Why did we talk? Oh, because I said, because you said you're welcome. No. <laughs> All of that <laughs> happened just because you're welcome. Sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> that, that scans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Oh, man. Uh, I guess we should talk about Seventh Heaven. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh. I know. Barf. Dude, I barely have any notes because that's how much I hated okay, this episode. Same. I didn't hate this episode. I just am finding it very difficult to, like, 
talk about it. Like, I don't really know what there is to say. It's kind of just like, yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's it. Like, I don't know what there is to say about it. This is episode 1012 titled Got MLK. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. It's like a clever pun on got milk, I guess. Um, the Amazon Prime spoilie is Martin's caught in a racist controversy. Okay. Um, the DVD description gives us a little bit more and says, after Martin interferes with Ruthie's class assignment on great African-Americans, someone writes racist remarks on his car, which he then refuses to remove. Yeah. Which paints the worst picture of martin yeah this whole description is like first of all wrong yeah and second of all makes him seem like he's the The problem yeah i know what the fuck he was he was kind of funny in this episode only because remember how we said he is like sticks to his guns and is stubborn yeah 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 (laughs) throughout the entire episode my coach just just clean it i know but okay part of me though totally gets it oh yeah like because that's what the fucking coward that did that wants you know what i mean like he he wants to have said what's written what he wrote and said what he said and then for it to all go away and like you know for martin to have gotten the message or whatever and it's like no you deserve to be dragged through the mud and to like to have to clean it yourself because you're a fucking ignorant bigoted dumb fuck you know and like i get it like like if i'm martin I probably don't want to be driving my car around. Exactly. But like, I get the principle of like not wanting to clean it himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I, I got that. Especially um, when the, what, what was it? Oh, that came in with the detective, the hate crime. Uh, oh God, that guy was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> he's looking at him. He's like, you should clean your car. They found, they found the most like law and order extra yeah, guy dude. to like come and do this cameo moment where he's like, he's supposed to have this like gravitas, you know, so as the funny. hate crime division detective. Dude. <laughs> like This show... And okay, and I know we're laughing. I I need it to be said, and I feel like our listeners at this point know us, and like this is not the first time we've said this on this podcast. But like, we're not we're not trying to take this stuff lightly, like at all. Um, we know that it's like an actual problem, and it's an actual like issue today in our country. Um, also, recognizing like neither of us are people of color, yeah. so like. We are not authorities in any way, like, you know, and on these types of concerns or whatever, like, we're just citizens of this world who see what we see and absorb what we, what we, what we absorb. And here we are talking about it. Yeah. Um, so basically what really happens, DVD description is Ruthie's giving a, a report or whatever mm-hmm. on a great American. Yeah. And so she's recycling a previously written report on Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. Because like, why not? Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever. If it's not the same, if it's not the same teacher and that teacher you wrote, wrote that report for isn't around anymore. Like yeah, who, who cares? Yeah. Like, it's not like you're in college where you're like putting this stuff through turnitin.com or whatever. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like it's a, it's an innocent victimless crime. Like yeah. who gives a shit? Also too, I want to talk about this. If the teacher's goal 
right, Mm -hmm. is to like teach these kids about great Americans or like American history and like great people who have helped shape it or whatever. Yeah. Right. Like, how is this a school? Like, how is this a school work? Like, what? I'm not using English properly. (laughs) Trying to say, like, as a teacher, where do you get off saying the curriculum is Everybody pick somebody and do a report. Yeah. Like, where's the curriculum? Like, how is anyone going to learn anything? What if five people all chose George Washington? Exactly. Where's the, you know, like, how are we learning anything just by doing Mm -hmm. a report on somebody? You know what I mean? Like, it's not even. Yeah. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It's true. It doesn't make sense. Because whenever we were in school, they would explain to us, like, the protocol of what we should look for and what we're going to report on. That's right. That's that's, how it was. That's right. It's like, if this was true curriculum, like you would have assigned people to people. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, okay, Ruthie, you're going to do so-and-so. You're going to do so-and-so. And and therefore, we're all going to learn something. You know what I mean? You don't just go write a report on somebody. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Like, just, again, it's a suspension of disbelief thing, but whatever yeah but also then why do you have a problem that she recycled like her same fucking paper i know it's like what's it to you like maybe there's another layer to her that we (laughs) know that's what i'm saying like truly what's it to you miss teacher person yeah you know anyway and also how did she know really was she her like was it such a pedestrian report that she was like oh you clearly wrote this in fifth grade like yeah come on Anyway, so then this other kid in class gets up and he's like, I want to do it about Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. And he barely gets like two words out. Okay. And she like flips out on Mm -hmm. him after having flipped out on Ruthie. Yeah. Like see me after class or whatever. My report is on the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was a great American because. Excuse me, Alex. Martin Luther King Day was last Monday. We covered Martin Luther King the Friday before the holiday. This week, we're doing reports on great Americans. But Martin Luther King is a great American. That's true. Of course. But I'm not going to let you use last week's work for this week's assignment. It's just that I don't think we can cover Martin Luther King's whole life in one day. I understand. But that wasn't the assignment. You'll have to find someone else. But this is a report I want to give. Why don't you sit down? And we'll discuss this after school. Like, okay, I I have to give the show props here Uh because the obvious takeaway is like, she's the she's the problem. Right. But immediately or not immediately, but like after Martin sticks his foot in it. Yeah. (laughs) Like it becomes clear that like her problem is not the subject. It's it's the fact that like you know, where's the work? Like, yeah. like that's truly all she cares about is mm-hmm. like from Ruthie. It's like the, you just recycled a paper from five years ago. Like yeah. I need you. To, I need to see that you put the work in with this kid. It's like, well, while well, she might not be correct necessarily about his level of work he did on this paper yeah. or whatever. Like she's like, okay, but we've already covered this topic. So like, I want to see that you're learning about something new or different yeah. or whatever. You know what I mean? It's not necessarily that it's about Martin Luther King Jr. It's yeah. that it's that we've done this subject already. Exactly. But again, if it's curriculum, assign something to somebody. Yeah. Don't leave it up to chance because then you're going to have this problem or whatever. You know what I mean? Ugh, anyway. So then Martin. Well, no. Okay. Basically, she's like, if you don't change your paper, 
Yeah. You're going to fail or whatever. Something like that. And so Martin hears that. Oh, no. And he decides to take it up with the principal. And then that's when he comes out. And then Martin bugs him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because basically, like, Ruthie's waiting to talk to the teacher in the hallway. Martin bumps into her in the hallway. That acting was fantastic. Oh, I know. (laughs) Like, am I listening? Can I hear it? My eyes are going... So stupid. (laughs) She's, she's like, basically just pacing outside the door and, like, listening to everything. Um, Long story short, Martin's in the hallway with this kid. I I wish I knew this. uh, Thank you, Alex. (laughs) And the teacher. And... Martin's flipping out because he's like, dude, if you fail this paper, you're not going to play baseball. And like, we need you. And like, yeah. you're the best shortstop or whatever he fucking says. Yeah. And so, and Martin's whole thing is like, dude, like who gives a shit? Just change your paper. Like, yeah. like nothing's more important than baseball right now or whatever. Yeah. Like least of all MLK or whatever. So when she hear when the teacher hears that, yeah. she's like, oh, really? Yeah. Is that what you think? Okay, scratch that noise. You will do your paper on MLK, and everyone in the class is going to do their paper on a great African-American. Yeah. Just to be like, fuck you, this is important, or whatever. Basically. Um, so you're like, which, which isn't even a fuck you to Martin, because Martin's not even in the class. I know. <laughs> like... Who cares? Everybody else has to do their work all over again, which meaning they they can't recycle. So yeah, so funny, and I love how it's like a running theme. Like everybody in this episode has basically or admits to basically having recycled their papers. Yeah, yeah. like what's his name in the Brad, locker room? Says George it. Washington. Rose even says yeah. it about Sojourner Truth. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so basically, like. Alex is happy because he gets to deliver the paper he wanted to deliver, Mm -hmm. but no one else is happy because they have to do a whole new report now. Exactly. And so it comes to like it's confrontation in the locker room where Alex is all like, man, thanks Martin. Like thanks to Martin. I get to give the paper. I want to give. And then everyone else is like, thanks to Martin. I got to write a fucking paper. I didn't want to write. <laughs> so everybody so talks in the Mar- locker room. Well, so poor Martin's like caught in yeah. this thing that he really like. I don't know. Is it fair to blame him for any of this? I don't think so. No. Why he? Why the teacher felt so compelled? To, I, I honestly don't even know. Like I'm like, okay, Martin shouldn't have said anything. But then why did the teacher decide to change the assignment at the last minute? Like yeah. to prove what point? Like I don't know. The whole thing is just kind of like, it's like, what's the word I'm looking for? Hmm. It's like a made up problem yeah. to then have to solve it. You know what I yeah, mean? It's funny. Everybody is like, the teacher didn't even have the opportunity to announce it to the class to tell them that they're going to work oh on the God. paperwork. The it was mill. it was rumors. The rumor mill. So she stupid. literally, she like, she made this up in the middle of the night. Like, yeah. like it, after class hours, mm-hmm. after school hours, she's like, tomorrow, everyone's, I'm going to tell everyone to do, re- redo their papers. By the next morning, parents have complained. Yeah. Like, the whole school is up Oh, in yeah, arms. people, co- wait a minute. Didn't Reverend, like, Reverend, what the fuck? <laughs> Didn't Eric um, come to come to the um come to school to yeah. talk to miss porter 
about the assignment because well, it caused yeah. the Martin car problem. Did it, did it cause a Martin yes, car problem Yes, it did because the Martin car problem happened that day. So but that didn't day, it happen after he talked to Miss Porter? Like he comes out and that's when he sees his car? No. No, no, no. no. Oh, no. Okay. So what happens is the locker room confrontation happens between Martin yeah, and all the yeah, boys yeah. and then after practice he's leaving to go to home yeah. and they see this shit on his car. Okay, you're right, you're right. So then of course he immediately brings it he takes his car home because what's he gonna do what do you mean even at uh, home he takes it to well, the fucking camden well, right, but they live across the street okay fine number so. two house number two this <laughs> <laughs> is previous home um so he brings it to the camdens he parks it in presumably kevin's driveway no it's eric's driveway yeah. right it's all so confusing now there's like three different houses in the yeah. mix it's all weird anyway so he parks it in Eric's driveway and like they're like looking at it. What I have to give them credit for, well, I give it to them and then I take it right away, is like they didn't show it. Yeah. Except at the end where they basically showed it. Yeah. And I'm like, you waited, like you went this whole 44 minutes without showing it to us. Yeah. And then you showed it to us. Yeah. What, what was that about? It would have been nice like, to have not seen it. I know. At all. Especially because it was so obvious it what, what it was. was. And yeah. then it was, in fact, what it was so obviously is. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, come on. Like, it's just like, just dumb. Anyway, whatever. Um. So Eric's just like, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened in our mm. little snow globe. Like, what the hell? This snow globe. <laughs> it's happened five or six times in your in your show. Dude, it's happened so many times. Let's not forget the episode where somebody called. What's that little boy's name? <laughs> Nigel. Oh, the yeah. N word yeah. on the playground when they were like five years yeah. old, dude. Yeah, I remember like, that. If that shit was going down that many years ago, like, why are you surprised this happened right now? Seriously. Like, really, dude? Like, mm. he's like, oh, my God, this is so hateful. The heartbreaking look on his face. Yeah. He was about to, like, break down and fall to his knees and cry. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's dumb. Um, So then... So they're like, and you just, and they, and I love how they just keep harp. Like yeah. everybody who sees and it, you drove like, around, you just drove here like this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I didn't have a choice. And then they're like, mm, did you? <laughs> I mean, the poor kid though. Like I get it. Like, yeah. like he wanted to show it to somebody. Like you can't just wash it off. And then Seriously. it's like, it never happened. You exactly. know what I mean? Like I get it. Like it's it's a cash money too. Like you're fucked either way, yeah. you know. But the best is when <laughs> Lucy is at the church, yeah, because and she's calling Lou because they have to come up with like something really different and cool for the church fundraiser. So different. Too. What did they do that was so different? They fucking a car wash. <laughs> anyway, um, but she so she's in the office and she's like brainstorming or whatever and she gets the call from the best little old lady this side of the best. Mississippi. Uh, I'm sorry he's not here. Is there something I can help you with? Well, you know, it, it's funny. I always thought that it would be one of the boys who would follow the, your father into the ministry. <laughs> and uh, you're not just doing this to make up from, from Mary, are you? No. I was just wondering... Anything I can help you with, Mrs. Bank? Yeah, you can tell me what that Martin's problem is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I cut that clip the way that I cut it for a specific reason, and I might just play it again. What is Lucy's problem? With Miss Bank? Do you hear the attitude, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. 
what the fuck? But uh, yeah, that's the part that I find weird too. That why do you have a problem with Miss Bank? She's like, she's uh, the one that set her up with her husband. You? I know. Like, I like, where did this animosity come from? Like, sorry, someone called the office. Like, what's your problem, Luce? Yeah. And there doesn't, and there's nothing. Like, it's not like there's a there's this b story where lucy's dealing with some shit no yeah, she's no. just this is the first time we're seeing her on the screen she's just in the office and bink calls and she's like uh can i help you yeah like no actually you can't bye <laughs> like geez that's what she should have said but so so what again bink's like what's wrong with martin because she saw him yeah driving the car and and Lu- and she says like there were some remarks on his yeah. car and lucy's like what kind of remarks and she's like bad remarks <laughs> and she's like again what kind of bad <laughs> like lucy's yeah. just not getting it which why would your what brain go there you exactly know what I mean? and so finally binks like remarks of an insensitive nature whatever she says and so lucy has to be like oh shit okay that's when she calls Ruthie mm-hmm. to be like, what the hell? Do you know anything? And that's when Ruthie goes out there. At this point, everyone You're, is out there. Kevin's yep. out there. Eric's out there. Ruthie's out there. Everyone's seeing this car. Captain Michaels comes in at some Captain point with the Michaels. hate crime detective. The whole town, the whole Camden clan is up in arms um, about this car tagging that has occurred. Mm-hmm. and um, And so... And they're like, well, clean your car, clean your car. And Martin's like, absolutely not. The guy that did this is going to clean my car. Yeah. So that's when it's like, go zoom in, fade out. Like, bah, bah, bah. You know, yeah, like, what what's going to happen? Fuck, man, that score. <laughs> Every time. So then we see Martin. And again, I, ha- I, f- I feel like I need to like slow it down. Like, because mm-hmm. we're like halfway through the episode already. Yeah. Because... This is all that happens in this episode. It is. Like, there's no there's growth. There's no nothing. other stories for anybody, is yeah. there? No, nothing. Well, except, so, like, the B story, if anything, is, like, Ruthie trying to figure out who she's going to do her paper on or whatever. Yeah. So she decides she's going to do it on Sojourner Truth. Yeah. But she doesn't know anything about her. Mm-hmm. So... She she has like this book or whatever about her or something, and then she calls Simon. Simon, right? Yeah. And so then we get a glimpse of like the college kids, right? And I kind of appreciated this because I thought it was an interesting choice. Yeah. Or interesting is not the right word. I thought it was a good choice to because they're having a very like racially charged conversation in this episode, right? Yeah. We're hearing terms thrown around like hate crime and like reverse racism which yeah. I can write a fucking book on that shit but like they're having a very like sociologically like you know central like focused conversation in this episode yeah and I think that it was like a pointed and like cool choice on BH's part like to then cut to the college kids yeah you know who hear about what happened right and then are having their own like uncomfortable moment with it because one of their girls in their study group is a black girl you know yeah and simon's all like fidgety and doesn't know how to say that there's been a hate crime or whatever basically and and then and then you have this girl who's like 
she's like, okay, like, I'm not, like, the spokesperson for all black people, like, whatever, yeah. you know, she's, like, not taking it personally, which, why would she, and, like, all this stuff, you know, and I thought it was, like, okay, interesting, right, like, we've got the snow globe perspective, yeah. and then we're seeing what it's like when you have a higher education, where your world is a little bit bigger, you're not, yeah. like, all, like, closed off, you know, whatever. Exactly. It was cool, um, and then not to mention, and once again, like, point rose like are she, is she supposed to get brownie points because she did a, a, she did essays on sojourner truth her whole life and like, i know about her like nobody expected it because she's rose but like she ends up being the most helpful person to ruthie in this moment like uh, i swear to god if they 180 me on this rose bitch i don't know it ain't i happening. just don't know it's not happening for me <laughs> Did you if see? Simon ends up married and in love with this bitch, and even if they make her a great character, I still hate her. Like, I can't. Did you see Tennessee on Instagram? <laughs> he was commenting oh, dude, on our yeah, last yeah, yeah. post as of this recording. Like, he wants to hate someone. <laughs> I get he's it. Like, he's like, don't you, don't you flip her on me because I don't know. Like I, I've come too far hating her. Yeah, seriously, to not hate her anymore. It's not it's true. Uh, yeah, sorry. That was your we hate Rose segment for the day. <laughs> All the hashtags every time I yeah. <laughs> I know your hashtags are awesome, guys. I know I've said it on social media before, but for those who don't know. T handles all of our Instagram posts. Those hashtags you guys see, like that's all her. I'm it's just trying to figure money. out every time when it comes to Rose, I'm like, what can I say now? <laughs> Hate her. I love it. I like I like live for your hashtags Mondays and Thursdays. She's, she's really the worst. She is the worst. The worst. Every time I, the time that I've used that hashtag, I'm singing it. <laughs> You should put the little music symbols around it. <laughs> um, so anyway, so that's all what's happening with Ruthie, basically. Yeah. And then so basically Martin comes to school the next day, hasn't washed his car. But covered it. Yeah. He has put like a sign or whatever on top yeah. of it that says like, hey, coward, clean up your mess or whatever, yeah. which cool like elegant solution to yeah the problematic nature of driving around with slurs on your car exactly you know, while still proving a point or like making a point rather um so he's and he's just like standing in the parking lot yeah, like dude. next to his car like waiting for someone to like claim their handiwork i guess and no one would claim that i know that's like, the thing come on martin like, you know better well but see make a statement yes because okay this is the thing though like martin is so sure it's brad because yeah and the audience kind of is led to think that as well yeah because of course he's the I, only like quote-unquote bad guy we've seen in this exactly. episode exactly i know? thought it was brad i totally did too and like you wouldn't put it past him because he's so fucking like butthurt about having to redo his george washington paper or whatever you again know? um so so he comes through he rolls through with his like homies and stuff. Yeah. And like he sees Martin and he's like, oh, hey, nice car, dude, or whatever. Basically. And so like totally like egging Martin on. Yeah. And Martin's like already assumes it's him. So when he says that, he like loses his shit. Yeah. And so Martin's like, oh, man, like, what the fuck? Like, you did this to my car. Like, clean it up, whatever. I wish they said, oh, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so and then and then that's when. 
the principal or the vice principal or whoever who's the substitute principal because yeah, apparently why, the other principal's out of to, town why did they have to make that such a point I don't even know who the fucking principal is yeah. anyway I have to keep things under control while the principal is out of town like they were why so adamant about making that of a point like this is not the principal it's the vice principal who's taking charge like wait was is the principal supposed to be female is that why and they couldn't bring her in this I time I don't know but does it matter I like, don't know. Why did it matter? It's a new so year. Bad. Bring a new principal. Like, I don't care. Cares? I know. Like, like, do we even know? Like, have yeah. we ever met the principal? Who gives a shit? Like, <laughs> I love how this so episode stupid. we're focusing on the details of shit that doesn't. <laughs> because no, this is they do it. They made us care about this detail yeah. because they kept fucking harping on yeah. it. Like, exactly. It, like from minute one, when when Alex wants to complain to the principal, the teacher's like, "Well, it's the vice principal because the principal's out of town." Seriously. And then when Eric comes to talk to the teacher, and she's like, "Let's." Let's talk to the principal well it's the vice principal because the principal's out of town like okay dude cool who cares yep anyway so then vice principal dude is like you need to get this car out of here because it's a problem yeah <laughs> like you wash it or get rid of it exactly of and he said no. and martin's like i'm not washing it i'm not moving it i have every right to park in this parking lot da 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 so then they're like, we're going to have to tow it. Yeah. And then they call the guy to tow it. And like, yeah. sure enough, the tower is a black man. Yep. And Martin's like, how could you do this? Like, how could you tow this car? Like, don't you know what this is about? And the black man's like, I'm just doing my job. I feel so bad calling him the black man. I don't know his name. A well, named tower. Yeah. Literally, his it, name is tower in the thing. Oh, great. So the tower is like, I'm just doing my job, man. Like, they call me, I tow. Like, I, don't, exactly. I, I got no horse in this race. Fair, right? Yeah. But then Martin's like, no, no, you should come and see what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> so they pull this man around to the back of the car to see it. And he's like, well, that's some, that's some shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like, okay, now it's personal. Now it's different. So then he, like, unhooks the car from yeah. the towing mechanism. And the, the principal's like, what are you doing, man? You got to tow the car. And he's like, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, he just leaves. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, all I'm thinking is, I hope he doesn't lose his job over this know, shit. Serious, you get what I mean? That's I know. Like, Because you think about, like, in 2018, that would be the story that number we Number one watch. Yelp review right there. I know. Ugh. Fire this guy. He bought whatever. I know. Ugh, I can't. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. Um, so, long story short. It's a fight. It's a fight. It becomes a fallout brawl. The cops are there. Everyone's involved. The news people are there because now all of a sudden it's a news story because yeah. it's Glen Oak. Um, and so that's how, and then you cut back to the college kids and they're watching Martin on the yeah. news. <laughs> I want to play this a little bit. Simon, what are you doing? We're studying. Is that Martin? You took a stand so that your classmate could give a speech on Martin Luther King. Was it worth it? Um, I really didn't do anything. <laughs> Good old Martin. Always doing things doesn't want to take credit for. Well, some are saying that you're a hero and humble to boot. <laughs> for the last time, I'm not a hero. I'm not being modest. I didn't do anything. That's the baby's father? That's the one. Seems like a pretty good guy to me, standing up for the brother man like that. Simon, maybe you should get Martin to help Ruthie with her report on Sojourner Truth. I know who Sojourner Truth is. Unbelievable. Why? Because I'm white? Uh, it sounds so good, actually, like you playing it back. I'm like, God, this is a stupid scene. <laughs> it's the greatest. 
this might be my favorite scene of the whole episode. Um, it's just why? Because I'm kids, They're all in their own world. Sandy's yeah. just tripping about how Martin doesn't want to take credit for something else. <laughs> <laughs> Maya's like, oh damn, like he cool, like he's standing up, whatever. Yeah. Rose is just like, I need credit for writing essays about Sojourner Truth, and Simon could give a shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> unbelievable he's not even talking to her when he says that exactly he has his back to her that's the best part rose this isn't even about you it's the greatest i love it oh it's just truly so good this show (laughs) so then after the fighting happens and martin gets his 15 seconds of fame um what happens? Nothing. Basically, they never catch who did it. No, they don't. They go to church. Alex. Oh, gives, Alex gives a talk. Yeah, uh, yeah. And why he wants to carry on the legacy of Martin Luther King because of his grandfather and how he was actually part of the walk. Right. So they go into. So whatever they go into, he goes into it and how he's really connected with his grandfather and how he wants to set a good example. If you, anything, it's just. It's just so sweet and so touching of the relationship he had with his grandfather. Well, right. And then it becomes... And then, again, what I appreciated is, like, then they sort of pull a fast... I don't want to say pull a fast one, but I like how they then bring it into the present, right? Because, yeah. Because, like we said, this is not the first time they've tackled this this issue on the show. No. It's not the first time stuff like this has happened in Glen Oak or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what's different and what makes it important to tell the story in January 2006 is like Katrina had just happened. Yes. And and like we want to we won't get into it, but we can we can say that there were some racially charged. Oh, yeah. Things happening with that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so this kid, he talks about how his grandfather and he talks about why MLK is so meaningful to him in his life. It's because the story of his grandfather had been there with him and all that stuff. And then Katrina like took his grandfather's life. Yeah. And so now like for Alex, this whole thing is just all wrapped up in one. Like, like talking about MLK and keeping that message alive and like bringing that that knowledge and that awareness mm-hmm. about his grandfather, like like his his paper on MLK, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, would have been just as much about his grandfather Whether as it was about MLK. Ex- you know exactly. what I mean? Had he had given the had he been given the chance to present it in the mm-hmm. end, you know? Um which I feel like maybe his talk was his paper a little bit, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like yeah, so like again, crafty way of like making it a meaningful and like worthwhile thing to talk about yeah as far as in the meta sense like on the show you know what mm-hmm. i mean like i i appreciated that they were like okay well we're not just gonna tackle race for race's sake like yeah you know or for tackling its sake like this is this is prevalent and this is like relevant yeah right now you know so like it's worth it kind mm-hmm. of thing it's fine and then we find out that brad didn't do it yeah. and alex but and brad he he can probably it. be friends because they have something so. in common, apparently. I hope so. And then the car wash is happening. But we can't forget. So oh, yes. the, the C story, if you will, of this episode is the twins yeah. 
basically being introduced to race relations in this yeah. country. Yeah, basically. Um, so because they understand that something happened with Martin, they don't understand all the ins and outs of it, obviously, but yeah. they, it comes down to like, somebody said something about some somebody because of the color of their skin or whatever, yeah. right? And so the twins are like, well, what color are we? And they're like putting crayons up to their faces to see what color they are and all that yeah. shit, whatever. And because they're kids and they're stupid. Um <laughs> Because they're kids and they're stupid. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. They're not the brightest bulbs in the shed anyway. Why? <laughs> what like, color am I? Their, their dad's like, okay, basically we're white. And, and he holds up the white. He's, like, He's like, I don't think oh, so. We tested this one already. Like, Jesus Christ. Anyway, so um, so they're in church. Yeah. And Bink's there. And they're so like, <laughs> I'm just going to play it. Yeah, dude, play it. Mrs. Bink, what color are you? Oh, boys, leave Mrs. Bink. It's okay. What color? You want to know what color I am? Well, that's a tough one. Let me see. I get... When I'm sad, I'm blue. And when I'm mad, I'm red. And when I'm jealous, I'm green with envy. And uh, now that I'm at my age, see... uh, all anybody notices is that I'm turning gray. <laughs> She's so cute. She's the greatest. I love how she always sounds like a lush. She um, does. Nice. She's so drunk all the time. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. Like, remember how we were saying she should have been in the Christmas episode? Yeah. At, at the old folks home? Like, I'm so glad we got her in this one. I know. Because, like, I had missed her, man. I know. <laughs> like, it had been a hot minute. It had. I don't think we've seen her all season. No. And like halfway time. through, finally, we get a glimpse of Bink. Um, yeah, she just brings me life. I love her so much. Um, part of what I also liked, like we talked about how the, the episode does a decent job of like showing us like, okay, like outside of the bubble of Glen Oak, right? Like we've got the college kids and like that, that side of thinking or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have Bink too, like repping, like the older generation yeah. kind of like where where she comes from like mentally you know like yeah. like, like you know what i mean mm-hmm. like where like the perspective that she's bringing to exactly. the table sorry i was just watching the news and we have to do something about it yes i completely agree with what are the police doing about it isn't that husband of yours a cop let me speak to him kevin isn't a police officer anymore uh, he stays home with Savannah. Oh, that's right. He, uh, you're a reverend, and he stays home and takes care of the kid, huh? Yes, that works for us. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny how things change and others don't. <laughs> like this thing at the school. See, I'm old enough to see how these things can go, honey. You can't sit by and do nothing. So what are you going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Like, I love her. Don't you just want to like, like scoop her up? Yeah, and just like love her. Like uh, I just, I don't know. She's so awesome. That's a grandma to have, oh, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, I am her. Like, <laughs> like I am going to age into a bank character she's, for sure. She's the greatest. Like, can't you just hear me saying that to like somebody four years younger than me, being like, I've been around long enough to see how all this can go, honey. Yeah, <laughs> I watched Seventh Heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because like she's right like she, 
what she's basically saying is like, I was around in the 60s. Yeah. I saw how the shit was then. I'm seeing how shit is now. And if she was alive right now in 2018 or 2019, she'd be saying the same shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, I get it, you know, and she's yeah. not wrong. And it's and I thought, again, for an episode that didn't have a lot going on. Yeah. Like, I thought it was like an interesting way to tell a story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought I thought that it wasn't the most biggest waste of time, you know? Mm. Okay. I hear what you're saying. Like, just there was there was some art to it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it was definitely better than the other episodes that we've seen yeah. that when they try to tackle this issue. Yeah. This is maybe their best one. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, and of course, it ends as just as cheesy as, as uh, ever, yeah. you know, I mean, they, they, car washing and whatever. It's like, OK, fine. Yeah. But I feel like along the way, we got some gems, you know, mm-hmm. bank, bank, the hilarious scene of the college kids. Um, oh, and then oh, oh God, it ends with like another montage of like kids doing their papers right oh yes oh <laughs> when i saw that i was like okay we're gonna talk about this for sure i don't have a clip of it because like why why but like but it's just like five or six kids like in a row just like yeah going up there and like my paper's on so and so mine's on george washington of uh, carver carver <laughs> like uh, one was on frederick douglas natch yeah. harriet tubman mm-hmm. i believe um Obviously, Sojourner Truth. I can't recall any other names. I feel bad, but I don't know how many more if yeah. any there were. But, you know, it's just they kind of do like a like it's like a lip service to. Yeah. Well, here they Marshall. are giving their, you know, their yeah. speeches or their presentations or whatever or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just That's it. It's just a fine. Ep- I mean, you know, it's just there. Yeah. Like it's okay <laughs> yeah whatever basically like i don't hate it but for like it seems a little odd well you know what though it's not that odd like i was gonna say like kind of a waste of an episode in your final season you know like yeah to not have any plot development you know like True. especially coming out of a break like out of a hiatus like because this was the first episode back uh, in the new year after the christmas break and stuff so mm-hmm. like it's not exactly the most like ha ah, we're back for the triumphant back half of our season yeah. you know episode so it's just like okay, okay. <laughs> like cool <laughs> yeah like all right you did it congrats <laughs> Yeah, nothing to say about it. Yeah. Any extra observations on your end? No, just only the, you know, love Miss Bink. Oh, we didn't talk about um, Captain Michael's accent. I don't know how to say this, but like he did. I know it's not on purpose. Uh huh. And I know that I don't even think the writer's room knew or did this on purpose. As okay. A joke. Like, it's just funny how it sounds when you hear it. Uh huh. Reverend Martin. Luther King. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, just like the ironic coincidence or whatever of this episode is that it's about Martin Luther King Jr. And we have a reverend and a Uh, Martin in this episode, you know, like. (laughs) It's true. Um, But yeah, I think like that's all I've got. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, sorry guys. I know this wasn't the most thrilling episode ever, but, but yeah, it is. We work with the materials we're given. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we play the hands we're dealt. Yeah. <laughs> um. Hopefully, the next episode will be more exciting. I ho- yeah, I would hope so. I hope so. <laughs> um. So let's rate it. Uh. You know what? Thumb up, thumb down. I I, I don't like it. It's fine. But it's one of those, I think it's one of their better ones when they try to tackle this mm-hmm. issue. Yeah, that's, that's my feeling as well. That's yeah. my stance on it too. Like, it's not. it doesn't quite rise to the level of a two thumb down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's, it's just on this side of good enough where exactly. I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing here. You know, like, I'll allow it. But watch yourself, yourself. Brenda Hampton. <laughs> Um, she needs to always watch herself <laughs> keep that keep one eye open honey yeah dude um but yeah so that's gonna do it for us folks mm-hmm. um as always don't forget to subscribe rate and review on itunes album podcasts wherever you get your podcasts um social media you know how you know where to find us you can write to us at for heaven's sake show at gmail.com we're gonna be gearing up to do a recap pretty soon so now is your chance to to turn in those questions and those thoughts and you know we love to read you guys' emails and ponder upon the things that you bring up um especially in the recaps because it's a it's a good forum for that yeah so yeah so send in your questions your thoughts your comments that's for heaven's sake show at gmail.com we're also on Patreon, patreon.com slash the number four heaven's sake pod. Um, just like all the social media. Um, yeah, we've got like two tiers on there now. Mm-hmm. We have the $1 a month keep the lights on tier, which is a super affordable and super um, like easy way for our listeners to contribute and like basically make sure that the show this podcast can yeah. stay on your streaming platforms like Basically. forever or at least for long after we're done doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for five bucks a month, we have the heaven head tier and that gives you access to two bonus episodes a month of live commentary on movies that T has seen that I have not, but I guess we need to add frozen. <laughs> that's true we will do we will that's our soapbox up. we will do a frozen <laughs> special at some point should we wait and do it like at christmas time next year this year <laughs> damn i mean yeah it's, it's, but it's not a christmas movie so fuck that noise we'll do it sometimes <laughs> um okay. maybe for my birthday Ooh, so Ooh. birthday talk shit awesome maybe maybe for my birthday my gift to all of you will be my soapbox rant about frozen <laughs> perfect that could be fun that would be fun okay we'll keep that in our back pocket um anyway so yeah so that's the patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod that's the number four and then the rest is all spelled out heaven's sake pod all that stuff's in the liner notes you know where to find it we love you till next time bye bye